Welcome, Elder Emos. Uh, I am Samit. I am your host tonight. I also have Autumn in here, who is hosting with me. And we are sitting with the one guy that you've seen practically everywhere. We've got Patrick here from Not My Weekend. Let's go. Thank you for having me, guys. I appreciate you. Yeah, how are you? <laughs> That's funny. I'm well, thanks. It's, uh, it's a nice Wednesday evening. I know it's much later for you guys. So, or Thursday evening. I know it's much later for you guys, so thank you. Thank you for getting on with me so late. I apologize That's about okay. that. That's okay. I was going to say, wait a minute. Are you in a different country? Did I miss something? Because I thought you were just across the country. <laughs> yeah, that'd be crazy. <laughs> No, I just, I just am a, I am a time traveler, but I only do about twenty four hours at a time. We lost Autumn. She's still there. Her no. just camera goes in and out. Oh, okay. No. All right, I like it. <laughs> it says you're still recording. It's fine. You're still yeah. There. Um, but yeah, thank you for coming on the show. I know we've been trying to get you on for about two weeks now, so it's been. Yes. Yeah. You just caught. You just caught me at a you caught me at a busy time. I was just shooting at South by Southwest, which which was fun. And then I got back, and there was nothing going on tonight. And I was like, all right, we better make it happen. Yeah. So. Well, I'm glad it worked. I'm glad it worked out the way that it did because I was literally live streaming on TikTok, and you were like, hey, I don't have anything to do tonight, so let's go. I was like, all right, let's make it happen. <laughs> nice. Okay, I'm glad yeah. to hear it. So uh, one thing we always like to do when we start off our interviews and everything is. Tell us, tell everybody a little bit about you. Tell me a little bit about you, about Not My Weekend, talk about music. Give me the rundown of who Patrick is. Yes, ma'am. All right. Uh, my name is Patrick Gilchrist. Uh, I sing in a band called Not My Weekend that I started, I mean, I made the Facebook page in like 2012 when I was like a, a sophomore in high school or whatever. Um, but I would say the four of us that are in the band right now um, has been going for about four years, which was like, you know, maybe my junior year of college we've been like a serious project where we've toured and released music and um, been signed to our label, We Are Triumphant, etc. Um, I've always, um, for as long as I can remember, since I was like 11 years old, been obsessed with YouTube and MySpace and social media and um, tried to upload on Vine really, really consistently when I was like in high school. And that never really um, worked out outside of anything that was just like for fun. Uh, but then TikTok came along uh, in like 2018 and changed uh, my life and lots of my friends' lives. Uh, and we've been living in Los Angeles for about a year and a half now. We being um, my guitar player, Nick Hudson, who is in Not My Weekend with me, and my girlfriend and our two other best friends and roommates. Um, and that's been a dream come true. Uh, and yeah, I just post on TikTok every day and release music with my friends in Not My Weekend and, and hope and try my best to tour when we can. And that's... That's kind of me. Between that and my dog Django, that's that's the whole world. There you go. <laughs> there you go. That's awesome. So, can speaking speaking of that in TikTok and things like that, can I totally make a confession right now? And you're totally gonna judge me, and that's totally Pl fine. Please. Okay. So, I discovered you with you kind of mocking the music scene. One of your TikToks of doing that, like it was a very honest TikTok, but it was hysterical and it was totally true. And then I discovered Not My Weekend after that, and I thought Not My Weekend was a fake band like part of your ah. part of your ah. jokes and then i did my more research and i was like oh my god it's a legitimate thing wait a minute like what <laughs> that, 
That's funny. Uh, I I would say some of it is bits. There's definitely jokes in some not my weekend songs for sure. What is the what was the first video you saw of mine? What was oh, the one? Oh God. Um. It was. Uh, it was one of the ones where you were acting like both the the artist and like the producer. Oh, was it the writing session it one? It could have been. It was. Or maybe it was just maybe it was just it was a while ago when you're so around it was it uh it may or may not have been but it was like i discovered you like literally two weeks before scene queen came out with um bubblegum pink bubblegum ah uh, yeah and and then yeah that, oh, that's the one i'm in right that's the i'm about to pop like bubblegum yeah yeah it yeah, was yeah, just yeah. funny that yeah they all tie me up in that one that's a yeah, fun time it was just it was funny because it was like i discovered you on my personal page then and then it was like two weeks later you're popping up in her music video and i'm like wait a minute hold up and then yeah hannah hannah's 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 really good scene queen's having a big moment she right is now. oh i love her yeah and her music is so good so good yeah now are you on production side of stuff too not just in front of camera but are you like do you do music video filming yeah yeah absolutely i made i made i made telltale's music video for their song cobain which uh which just came out which just came out a couple a couple months ago now um and that's uh i like i wrote and directed that one and my buddy josh filmed it and then i edited and colored it as well uh, and then I uh, have directed every Not My Weekend music video since, like, the past three. Um, and then, oh, and I directed uh, I directed and wrote and edited uh, Honey Revenge's first music video for their song Miss Me. Um, and that's definitely something I've been trying to do a lot more of. And then my buddy Alex, who directed the past two Scene Queen videos... And my buddy Josh, who films for just everyone you can ever think of, I help them out all the time as much as as much as they'll let me, as much as they need me. Um, and then I've recently been doing production assistant works for um, a couple bigger directors too. And I was a zombie in an Ice Nine Kills music video. Yeah, I, I'm trying to be I'm trying to be as part of as many like uh, high, higher budget videos as possible because I, I love them so so much. Yeah, it's amazing to me how many people are like multi-talented within this industry <laughs> you know like that's a lot well i think there's i think that in uh i think that in recent years you kind of have to wear many hats if mm-hmm. you want to get something off the ground um because uh people that like record labels or production companies or anybody that would fund your creative journey oh, yeah. uh basically either doesn't want to spend money or there are so many people that are like quote unquote like multi-talented or like have multiple skills across the entertainment spectrum that they definitely will want to go for one of those as opposed to just like a really good singer or a really good dancer or a really good actor or you know this that and the third which is obviously exhausting and sort of unfair but um i don't know i always think i spread myself too thin and then I'm I'm never super successful in like one thing because I just want to do all these different things, which is fine. Like I'm not mad about it at all, but I do I do feel that way for sure. I could see that. I mean, especially with where where you dabble in and all of the different things that you have your hands in, it's like you're doing all of these different things. It's not like it's it's a niche in itself. Like you're still doing a lot of the same things, but it's all different at the same time. 
So you're a little bit yeah, of everywhere. If I... Just a little bit. <laughs> just just <laughs> yes. a wee bit. Um, and I guess that's what no, I you're, mean no, about you're, you're absolutely right. you being a little bit of everywhere. Because, like I said, like I discovered you on TikTok. And then you were in Scene Queen's video. And then I saw the Ice Nine Kills mm-hmm. one. And then, but mm-hmm. I had also, like, we also follow Honey Revenge. So it's like, I'd seen you pop up over there. And I'm just like, this kid is everywhere. Um, and then Arrows, I was in one of their I mean, lives. And we we're talking about Scene Queen. And I was like, yeah, Patrick was just in that. They're like, yeah, we know Patrick. And I'm like, are we the only ones that don't at this point? Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> that's so nice of you to say thank you. Uh, yeah, Devin, Devin from Honey Revenge and I, we're like, we're best friends. I love her so much. She's amazing. Uh, she seems like a lot of fun, and her music is incredible. She, Miss Me she, is like she, a jam. It's a banger. An absolute country hit. A country smash. I love it so much. <laughs> I really so hope good. she sees this. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're trying to get, we've been trying to get them on the show. Because um, they've... I'll, te- been, I'll text... That's I'll, uh, I'll text her for, for you. I'll make her get on. There you go. Well, because we've been playing, like, we've been playing yeah. you guys, we've been playing um, Honey Revenge's stuff on our emo nights that we do, so you guys are in constant rotation with us. Um, and Nice, uh, thank you. Yeah, everybody's been like, like, who, who is this? Like, who, who is this? And then we tell them who it is, and then they go and discover you guys, and you've got some, one of those ones that it's like, you wouldn't think that you're... I don't know. I wouldn't think they'd be as catchy as they are, and then I'm walking around and I'm singing it as I'm like cleaning my house or while I'm at work, and I'm like, "This is this." Oh, is, I appreciate that good. so much. This is good, but it's also Thank got that you. that kind of Blink One Eighty Two kind of poking fun. I feel a lot of your music does. Yeah, I um, the the first band that got me into music at all was a uh, was a band called Bowling for Soup. Um, and oh, and, that and, makes and, so much and they sense. do a lot of parody. Yeah, they they do a lot of parody, a lot a lot of it. Like they take that Blink-182 thing and they get like super weird and obscure and I think whether I want to or not that's just in me. That's just what I what I do. So I could yeah. I could see it. I could see it. Um so you're a little bit of everywhere. You were just at um South by Southwest. How was mm-hmm. that? Uh, it was pretty fun. I was shooting for a stand-up comedy act called Roast Battle. Um, those are super crazy shows. I mean, they're like, like extra offensive and mean. Like they're literally like two com- like two comedians get on stage and they say just the worst things about each other um, to to try and get a laugh out of the audience. And it's a it's a crazy show. Brian Moses, verbal violence, the roast battle. Uh, if you're into like crazy stand-up comedy stuff, that is. That's the move. And they, they brought me out to film. They're filming a documentary, and I was just holding a camera in the back. Um, and three nights were long. I mean, we were going, like, 11 to 2 or 3 a.m. every night, waking up at, waking up at like, 1 or 2 in the afternoon to do it again. So, um, yeah, that was, a, that was a weird one, but it was a fun time for sure. Oh, well, I would say a lot of uh, <laughs> bands that we've interviewed are actually playing South by Southwest, or they're there currently at the same time. So then when, when you're like, oh, I'm free Thursday, I'm like, wait what i thought it was this like whole big thing so that's interesting yeah it's i think it's a i think it's a week and a half or two weeks long but we were only there for three days and 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 i didn't have any time to see any bands or movies or anything which is a bummer gotcha so we yeah uh, well i did some digging 
on you before you came to this interview. Mm -hmm. Did some research of things. And uh, I have to ask, I found uh, an interview that you did in 2019. And there is multiple mentions of a relationship that you have with the Jonas Brothers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like I mean it's a pretty parasocial one, but it exists. <laughs> because there was this interview talked about if if you could if you could have dinner with any any artist dead or alive, it was the Jonas Brothers. If you could tour yeah, with any artist, it was the Jonas Brothers. So yeah. Talk to, talk to me about the Jonas Brothers, Patrick. Tell, tell me about the Jonas that Brothers. That is, that is, that is absolutely true. That's still 100 percent true. Yeah. So the, my 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 three favorite bands, like um, uh, Bowling for Soup, like got me into music in general, and they're already kind of like a pop punk band. And then All Time Low, like solidified my love in like the scene and like touring and like pop punk in general. Um, but then the Jonas Brothers are just my favorite band of all time. They are the greatest band ever to do it. They're they're amazing. They're perfect. The I all four of them are geniuses. So for for those of you that are listening to this interview versus watching what is happening, uh, Patrick has a a picture of the Jonas Brothers that he is currently posing with, talking about the Jonas Brothers from what is it yeah. Rolling Stone? Is that what that is? The Rolling yeah, Stone. Yeah, it's a, it's it's a it's it's a framed cover of their 2009 Rolling Stone. Why did I just go out of focus? Is that my is that my camera or my connection? I think it's your camera. Shoot. Also, 2009 is when I graduated high school, so that makes me feel super old. <laughs> no. Oh, you're, you're still a baby. I'm not. No, I'm 30 years old, okay? I'm not a child anymore. I wake up in the morning and my body Okay, I graduated me. in 2004. <laughs> I don't even remember. Oh, I was um, in middle school in 2004. Mm, right. Why is this? I'm just old. Yeah, because that's in focus. Yeah, your hand's clear. Mm -hmm. You just snap at it. It just wants you to bring the Jonas Brothers. Right, back. it was the Jonas Brothers, man. I can just, I can just, I can just, oh, look, I can just do the entire interview this close. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I'm so. Oh, there we go. There we go. There we go. We got it. I was like, it could be like you know how uh, when dads try to learn uh, FaceTime for the first time and all you see is their forehead. <laughs> Yeah, that's happening to me right now. Oh, <laughs> just, just sit right in the camera. That kind of happened to my dad when he got his first uh, smartphone. My brother was calling him, and he's just holding it. And he's like, "Hello." <laughs> I'm like, "Well, you still have to answer it." That's smart. <laughs> no, so my dad. That's funny. I like that. FaceTime. He'll turn on FaceTime and flip the camera around and put his phone on the table. So I'm looking at the black of the table, and he's talking to me. I'm like, why didn't you just call me? It's the same thing. Nice. Um, but um, speaking of All Time Low, that you were just talking yeah. about, um, All Time Low is also the inspiration behind your name, the band name, correct? Yeah, that's that's true. When, when the music video, honestly, the music video for Weightless probably uh, – played a very big part in inspiring me, my love of music videos and making videos in general. Cause I still, to this day, think that's like one of the greatest music videos ever made. But um, yeah, when, 
when Weightless by All Time Low came out, I was already a massive fan um, because of uh, because of So Wrong It's Right, and I just thought that was the best song and video ever to be made ever. And I I remember my stepbrother just like getting so mad at me because I would just play it all day long. I would play it dozens and dozens of times in a row that video and song. Um, and yeah, that's not my weekend. It's the top of the chorus. The maybe it's not my weekend, but it's going to be my year. And then. Uh, me, my buddy Jake McElwee, and my buddy Sean O'Hagan were like gonna start the band our sophomore year of um, high school, uh, and we just had like a list of names, uh, and Not My Weekend was one of them. And we just asked all our friends and family like which of the names was the least lame, the like the coolest one, uh, and and everyone just agreed on Not My Weekend. So it wasn't like a big, uh, it it wasn't like a big thing, but everyone was just like, yeah, that's the coolest one, and it just hasn't changed. So it's stuck. Oh yeah, absolutely. And also, at that time, every every band was just naming themselves after other bands' lyrics. Set It Off is a Fall Out Boy lyric. All Time Low is a Newfound Glory lyric. Uh, um, uh, Bring Me the Horizon is a Pirates of the Caribbean quote. So the whole list was just quotes from from other bands and movies. Like all of the the band names that we had came came up with were just quotes from like Cage the Elephant. All time low, different Fall Out Boy songs, like the movie. Uh, uh, one one was a quote from the movie, uh, like "Get Him to the Greek" or something like that. Like we just had quotes, and everyone just agreed that "Not My Weekend" was the coolest one. So, uh, to be fair, I never thought of it that way, but now that you pointed that out, I'm like, huh? Yeah. Wait a minute, is that is that a thing? There's oh, there's so many. There's there's a bunch. If if we really looked it up, there would be a lot more as well for sure okay well interesting um so let me ask you this question this is probably going to age myself um mm-hmm. did you ever have a myspace were you in yeah i had a, i had a myspace for two years okay. you when i was years? when i was 12 and when yeah when i was so i mean i made one when i was like nine but i i didn't get it and i didn't use it and then uh like seventh grade and the beginning of eighth grade my friends and I were on it all the time and we would change our layout like every week and we would we were writing code and we would change our top eights and we would change our top songs and all that stuff. And then pretty quickly, like the end of eighth grade, everyone was making Facebooks and it, it took no time for it to just be Facebook and nothing else. Um, and then by like by like junior year of high school, it was just Instagram and Vine. Like we weren't like we still had Facebooks, but I wasn't posting on it as much as I was Instagram and Vine. Um, And I think that Instagram has had the most longevity in my life in terms of social media. Um, And then of course YouTube, but I kind of count YouTube more as like a platform website than a social media because you don't interact with other people that often. Yeah. Um, Because I've been on YouTube since I was 11. So that's that's longer than MySpace for sure. Um, But yeah, yeah, I I had a MySpace for two years and liked it a lot. I liked how personal it was. Okay, so you know that having a song on your MySpace page told everybody about your personality and everything. Like, your MySpace song was well, the definition of your personality. I also used to put on MySpace songs that I thought, like, other kids would think I was cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I would fair. put, I've like, two songs... <laughs> like, I would put, like, two songs on there that I really liked, and then I'd put on, like, a Jason Derulo and a Lil Wayne song. Not that those aren't awesome... But just that, like, I bet, like, the kids at my middle school will think I'm cool for listening to this. You know what I mean? That being said, 
I mean, I still listen to Lil Wayne and Jason Derulo all the time. It's just like I had Bowling for Soup in the ready set, like in the three or four spots where they should have been in the one and two. You know what I'm saying? Got it. Got it. Does that make sense? That makes perfect sense. So then let me ask you this question. Um, If you had MySpace today, what would your profile song be? Um, Well, I mean, shamelessly, it would probably be a Not My Weekend song because I would just... I would just be wanting the more plays. I'd be wanting more people to hear about it. Well, if not uh, so my it would probably be like, okay, if not, that's fair. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, probably like Lil Aaron, some like the new Lil Aaron tracks, because I think that would be funny, and because I like him a lot. And then like, uh, Pitch Black by Heart Attack Man, and uh, Ooh, and Arrows in Action, and probably like, probably. Ray Robinson and Honey Revenge and Scene Queen and just like all my friends so so they would get more plays and so I could like shout them out and do stuff like that. Um, I'm trying to think what's something I've been listening to like crazy. I've been listening to the new Avril Lavigne record a lot. I think that's really good. Yeah. Um, so maybe that would be on there. Uh, and then, uh, oh, there's this artist. Uh, um, oh, I'm not going to be able to remember their name now. Oh, the new Big Time Rush single. Uh, would be on wait, there. Wait, the, Big Time the, Rush is back? The, the new state. Oh, Big Time Rush has been back. You're behind. They are cruising with gas, baby. They are, what? They're in drive, <laughs> third gear. They're drifting around the corner right into your heart. Go see okay. them. They're on tour. No, no, look, so we're. I understand that we are in this comeback era right now of all the music, of all of the things. <laughs> we are in this comeback era. Yeah. But I did not think that Big Time Rush was a part of this comeback era. Well, so Big Time Rush didn't own the rights to their name. Nickelodeon owned it. And then they, the four of them, oh. saved up money for years and then bought, bought the rights to the band name Big Time Rush. So they make 100% of the profits on the new singles and keep all of their money from tours and ticket sales because they now own the IP. So it's not like they ever wanted to be oh. gone. They just saved up for years to buy it back from Nickelodeon. Oh. Um, and they are, they, they, yeah, they're about to go on tour with Dixie D'Amelio. And uh, and their new single, their new single, uh, not uh, not giving you up, is so fire. Very good. I feel like I feel like Patrick should also have his own like his own like music radio show, just giving us all the updates. Yeah. I've, learned, I've learned more all in this knowledge, like in this twenty minutes of this interview, than I think I have like in my entire life when it comes to music stuff. I've yeah. I've been talking. I've been talking to. A, I've been talking to a couple different people about doing our own podcast of some kind. And my buddy Jared uh, Gaines, the artist Veins, who would actually definitely also be on my MySpace. Um, <laughs> we we like had we had a we had like a logo and everything ready to go, and we were going to do it. And then he went on tour with Scary Kids, Scaring Kids. And I want to do a podcast. I just like really worry that I wouldn't be able to keep up with it like I should. Um, so I've been talking to I've been talking to a couple of different people about doing a podcast where it's like a rotating cast of who's hosting it, just so that there's consistent uploads, but it doesn't have to be the same people every time. But that's super theoretical and maybe just won't happen. So I don't know. <laughs> now it has to happen. Yeah. Oh, who knows? I'll do. I'll. You put it in you, the air. You it's underestimate. <laughs> no, you underestimate my ability to tell everybody about something and then just not do it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. This this is fair. This is fair. I mean, yeah. we didn't we didn't think this was gonna work out in any way, shape, or form, and now here we are. <laughs> like you never know. Take the we risk. We did it. 
We did it. <laughs> we released season uh, you're one right. today, and you're I right. I, all day long. So it's done. I, I want to do I want to do something consistently where I'm just talking because right now all my videos and all my bits they're very planned, very written. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, mm -hmm. I could tell that. But I feel like, again, just in the the past twenty minutes that we've talked, you could have your own podcast or radio show, and it would it would excel. Agreed. I would listen. I've learned that's, so much. That's like, very sweet of you. Now I'm now I'm kind of like, <laughs> am I am I actually an elder emo anymore, or am I just old? Because I'm like, I didn't know half of this shit, and that's our brand. Well, welcome I'm, to my life. <laughs> I mean, big time, big time. Rush never made emo music, and still doesn't. It's decidedly oh, no. radio pop hits, but. I mean, yes. I mean, I like to think that the community, the community is kind of melding for sure. Yes, it's well, it's 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 all nostalgia. That's all it is. It's all the nostalgia of things that we grew up with, and it's all making a comeback. And we were all kind of in that same era of all of like. I feel like the nostalgia plays a good piece. In see, that. see, I have a I have a tough time. I agree with you, but I have a tough time with the concept like of nostalgia. Because I feel like a lot of people say that and maybe assume that. But there's a lot of media, like the Jonas Brothers specifically, where I never stopped interacting with it, you know? Yes. Like from 13 to now, I've listened to the Jonas Brothers or I've listened to Nick or I've listened to DNCE. There was never like a lull in when in when the, the brothers, the Jonas Brothers ever stopped releasing music. So when they had their big comeback or whatever, I was pumped. But I wasn't like, oh my god, I haven't listened to Year 3000 in so long. Like, I listened to it last week. You yeah. know what I mean? But I feel like it's also um, situational. And also, also, but, but I mean, the other thing is that, like, media and TikTok and everything moves so fast now. There's TikTok comments all the time that are always like, dude, the videos hit so much better in January. Like, that wasn't two months ago. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? There's like, oh, dude, I just miss... I just missed summer 2021, like, four and a half months ago. That was crazy, dude. Remember when videos, like, had dancing and now kids are just, like, talking about dancing? Dude, it's like, it hasn't been that long. Just keep watching your stuff. It's fine. But see, like, okay, I don't when, know. I People... talk, when I talk about nostalgia, the thing that, that points out to me is a lot of the bands that I grew up with, like, in high school that literally took a hiatus like have not been making music i've still been mm -hmm. listening to them but they're not making music not doing anything of that all of a sudden 2022 all these people are coming out of the woodworks like scaring kids scaring kids are you kidding me simple plan alexis yeah. on fire some 41 so so scary kids genuinely wants to do it i've i've seen those guys they're they're still tight Jared is my buddy Jared is working closely with them like I don't know and also there they had a member they had a member pass away which is obviously well, tragic yes, yes. Um, yeah so that I feel aside. I feel like I feel I feel like scary kids had the potential and still has the potential to be a gigantic band that that yeah. never slowed down if their circumstances were just a little bit different Absolutely. Um, all of those other bands all of those other bands that you've mentioned and a lot of bands in general just got dollar signs in their eyes dog they just Mm -hmm. They just they just see the money. I'm not even sure. I'm not even sure how many of these people are actually even that good of friends anymore. They just like yeah. They just see the cash. Yeah. So we were talking um, to which is which is great because I want to see them. Yeah. Well, we were talking to Unsafe Unsound the other day, and we were having the same exact conversation. And wait, Ricky? Yes, Ricky and Tyler. We were talking to both of them. 
Let's go. Um, we were hanging out with both of them, and we had this same this conversation morning. about like the the music and the the dollar sign and like all of that piece. And it's like we were he was talking about one in particular that I didn't really think about until he told me off the record who it was. But like, there's there's bands that are like nostalgic ones that are coming out with like makeup lines or just different merch lines, or they're doing mm. spontaneous shows mm-hmm. or things that aren't necessarily relating to the things that we enjoy, but it's more or less like, hey, the name's on it, people are going to buy it, and we're going to get the money from it. Instead of it being like, hey, I'm in it for the music, or for what it is, mm. it's like, it, it's it's a shift. Some of them who, are... Who is it? On the record, who is it? I'm not saying on the record. <laughs> Why? Don't do that. No, 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 out, out Ricky and out the band. I want to no. hear it, I want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. I don't need them coming after me. Is it my chem? Is it my chem? No. Blink twice if it's my chem. No. <laughs> nope. I'm having eye contact with you okay, right. right here as if I'm staring at you. <laughs> no. I know, I know, I know, right? <laughs> but it's, it's, it, I agree with That's you. Funny. I, I agree. It's, it's more of a money, it's more of a money sign thing. But then you, again, you have these bands like Scaring Kids and everything else that are in it for what it actually is versus yeah just what they can get out of it well and i don't mean to say i don't mean to say that it's a money thing necessarily as a bad thing you no, know what i mean i not. i would rather the i would rather i'd rather the money be there and then get to see a bunch of these bands i love you know what i mean yes. i just think i just think that if um if if there weren't like all these festivals specifically offering them like a big ticket price because i i'm like, i'm certain that they're <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, when we were young, and then Slam Dunk, and then Sad Summer, uh, and then a few others. But I'm oh, oh, certain okay. that there's examples. Um, I'm certain that there's examples of like festivals that just sent an email saying like, "Hey, would this band get back together for this amount of money?" And those that band like wasn't considering it at all. But then it's like, okay, we'll do that. Like that, we're sure that sounds fun. And then that kind of leads into like maybe we should put out more music, maybe we should tour more because like because when we were young, festival is just like we can make money off of boys like girls if we pay them eighty thousand dollars or whatever, right? Or or Sad Summer Fest is like all of our friend, all of our friends and fans and family, you know, love Beach Weather and a Rocket to the Moon, and they're our friends. So I'll just text them if I can give them ten k or whatever it is to come do it again, and then it just like. It, it builds that momentum because they know that, like, at least at least this one show has the cash to show up for a great day of work or whatever. You know what I mean? I completely agree with you. Oh, yeah. I completely agree with you. What what, festi- what festival did you think I was talking about? Well, I, I thought it was when we were young, but I didn't know if you actually wanted to talk about when we were young. So I was just like, oh, yeah, like... One in particular. Oh yes, we were name dropping. Sure, I, so. Uh, no, no, I, I hope I hope I get to go. I think it's going to be a hilarious a hilarious adventure. Yeah, I have a feeling that uh, it would it's going to be a Netflix documentary. Like deep down, I feel like like it's a simmering thing. Like I want <laughs> well, to go, I want to see it, but then like deep down inside of me, I'm like I don't really want to be a Netflix documentary like Firefest was. I d- I. I don't want to decide between my Cam and Paramore. Um, and or, I feel like they might play at the same time. Yeah, and a day to remember. Um, 
Also, I heard a little rumor that there's like a bigger band coming out to play when we were young fest that isn't even announced. So I don't know. Who could be know. bigger? But yeah. That's a great question. <laughs> Who could be bigger? That's a great question. I don't know. I haven't been told. I've I've been told the it's same thing that I just told you, like a little You're wink lying. wink. You're lying. Like, but no, I'm not. Well, I mean, <laughs> the person who told me could be lying, but I'm not lying that I got told. And I, I, I had a pretty good guess, and they were like, eh, I don't know. And I was like, word, okay, word. Yeah, but I'm I'm also trying to think of who would be bigger. Now you've got okay. We're 30 minutes of this interview. Now you've got me thinking of all these different scenarios. Like, we're gonna bring this back on track, and we'll You're ask great. we'll ask off the record. Also, 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 <laughs> it might just not happen too. So, who knows? I mean, it might not. I, I'm i not going to when we were young, because that's just, I, no. mm-hmm. that's too far. I don't, I, I, I don't have a ticket, but it, Vegas is close enough. I might just pull up and see what happens. Just roll up? Well, sure. they don't yeah, have parking yeah. or anything over there, so you have to do ride share. Uh, there's no parking at when we were young? Yes. There's no parking. Is that there's true? No, yes, it's on their website. There's wow, no this parking. is going to be a disaster. That's, you have to ride share that's, to get that's, there. That's so exciting. This is going to be nuts. This is going to be crazy. <laughs> Patrick's like, I want to be a part of history. I want to be a part of the history yes. of this. I mean, worst case scenario, I spend three days in Vegas. That sounds great. <laughs> yeah, but it's, the same, but it's the same lineup every single day. It's not over three days. No. I mean, I mean to say, like, if the show goes terrible... Oh. And, like, no one can go, and I can't get in. Like, worst-case scenario, I'm just, like, at a hotel in Vegas. Like, that sounds nice, That's too. That's true. You know? Remember, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Yeah. Don't get arrested. I mean, I'm just I'm just going to sit by the pool, so I think that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> just live your rock star life in Vegas for three days? That's perfect. I wish I could do that. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, hopefully, maybe maybe one of my friends will want to go in on an Airbnb, and I won't have to lose all my money in, in three days or whatever. But, yeah. That's true. That's true. That's valid. Um, so we've, uh, obviously we've done a lot of interviews when, uh, leading up to your interview today, we've been asking quite a few things and a lot of the bands that we've talked to and we hung out with have been like, oh, well, if you, if you sit down with certain people, ask them this question. And we sat down with the guys of friend circle. They're a band out of Jersey. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've heard from them, but you need to listen Mm -hmm. to them. They're amazing. And they were talking about, I I will, um, they were talking about because we always get super like nervous when we get into interviews and stuff like because we're we're interviewing people that like we see and we admire so like we also internally panic before an interview starts and they were like hey um they were like well this it's you didn't ask us any weird questions like we did in a previous interview but we have taken that question that they got asked and now are asking everybody and it's been the best question ever so patrick Yes. <laughs> if you could be any sandwich, what sandwich would you be, and why? Um, My favorite question. Okay, so that's a little tricky. Because <laughs> that's what everybody says. They're like, they're like you think you think that I'm not prepared for this question, but I've been waiting for this moment. Because <laughs> I, I know what my favorite sandwich is. Okay, but is it what you would? But. Do? Well, but see, I don't want to be eaten. <laughs> like, that's a like valid I don't point. even as a sandwich. 
even as a sandwich, I would rather not perish. Sort of like a like a Rick and Morty pickle Rick type situation. I would like. Am I am I sentient? Am I sentient, or am I just a good sandwich? Like, do I have my thoughts and feelings still, or am I just an? Is am I dead? My life is over, and I'm now bread, lettuce, and and cheese, and etc. You know, we never actually dove that deep into this question to really say. So whatever so, your gut I mean, says, whatever, go with whichever way your gut says, and. Well, my 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 gut says I'm alive. In which case, I want to be something pretty repulsive, so no one eats me. And then I want to get in contact with my loved ones as quick as I can, because I need to be moved to some facility where they can study why I'm a sandwich and also <laughs> and also and also keep. <laughs> do you see? Do you see what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm so glad I'm not the only overthinker. I don't. You guys are. You guys are underthinking this. I'm not overthinking at all. Because Sam. Sam came in here with like, all right. Because because like you're you're thinking that you're asking like oh this really God. wholesome like what sandwich would you be question, but you're asking me to volunteer to die. <laughs> Out of all the interviews that I have asked this question on. That is the most logical answer anybody has ever given me. Oh my god. Ooh. All right, Patrick, you broke me. Ooh. Ooh. So, look, my favorite sandwich is ham, lettuce, black olives, mayo, a little bit of honey mustard on white or wheat bread toasted. Subway, like uh, uh, anywhere, like uh, uh, what are the others? Panera Bread, Subway, just making it at home. That that's what I would make. I love it. Uh, but definitely, uh, I would want to be something moldy and and gross and and inedible, <laughs> like disgusting. You'd never eat it, so that no one eats me. For sure. Oh God, that was the best answer. I think. That's that's Thank gonna you. be the clip that we put on on TikTok right there. I'm that surprised. I'm surprised no one says that. No. Text every- me when you do. I'll, re- I'll 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 reshare it. There's a little repost button now. So yeah. I'll do that. Everybody. No. Everybody has been like, if I was a sandwich, like I would be this sandwich, or I would be that sandwich. Like I would be a Reuben because they have layers and they're zesty. And then here he comes and Idiots. he was like, No, I don't want to be eaten alive. <laughs> hey, but wait, 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 wait. <laughs> If we want to turn, if we want to turn this on this head, cannibalism is legal in the United States. However, all the ways cannibalism is not legal in the United States. What are you talking about? It's legal. Every way to obtain it is illegal. Oh yeah, word. I mean, I mean, it just, it just. That's a flaw. There's a, there's a flaw in your argument. What's the flaw? It loops back around to being illegal again if every way to obtain the matters of cannibalism is illegal then inherently it's illegal no well there is also there is a loophole apparently like if people sign waivers like they can eat like if they sign waivers and somebody like offers and like signs like a live why do you know this do you have something you want to do you have something you want to tell us (laughs) (laughs) so like all right context so y'all don't think i'm like a, a closet serial killer over here like i i do special effects makeup for film 
and sometimes we have to know this ah. shit for horror movies to be like, what's the legitimacy behind it? Like, my FBI agent that watches that watches me all the time gets like Naturally. the best show ever. I'm surprised the I am not cannibalism. Arrested. Cannibalism is like the one thing I can't do. I I really like horror movies and I watch a lot of them, really? but if anything comes on where the where the plot is like cannibalism or anything related to it i have to leave or or turn it off i i can't do it i there's no way there's no way at all and i don't like i don't like body horror i i i know i don't know i don't like body horror in general like anything that like affects the human body like really doesn't get me and cannibalism is like the worst of that so yeah it's it's that's the one thing i can't i just gotta turn it off there's no way oh i agree thank you autumn I mean, and then there's me. I'm the one that creates. Um, that there's chaos. a pretty. There's a, I know, I know. There's a pretty good new. I haven't seen it, but there's a pretty good new Hulu movie that's like a cannibalism movie, isn't it? Fresh with Sebastian Stan. I don't know. The new age horror stuff's not as. Good I'm like a, I'm like classic stuff, so I don't usually watch a lot of the new age horror. I want to. I want to see that. I want to see that new A24 movie X. It looks like a good good horror movie. Which one? There's a new, it's an a, a new A24 horror movie called X. Okay. Well, I mean, that I speaking, think looks pretty good. I don't know. Speaking of like horror movies and stuff like that, you were just recently a zombie in a music video. That's scary. Yes. In, in, in Einstein Kills music video for, uh, oh wait, what's the name of that song? A rain, rainy... Rainy day or something like that. Yes. I'm a horrible. This is bad. One? Don't is put this part one? where I forgot it. And I, um, well, I think they've got a. I think they've got an animated music video out now, don't they? Well, they've got like this whole series with their music videos that like follows an entire storyline. Yeah, they. Yeah, take incredible. your take your pick came out. Oh, rainy day. It's called rainy day. I had oh, it right. Uh, yeah, that's that. That was. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that was directed. Uh, who is that directed by? What's his name? Um, does oh Jensen Jensen Noen? He is a that dude's a mastermind. He's really really good, and the VFX work in this video is off the charts. So oh, yeah, yeah, uh, that was a that that was a lot of that was a lot of fun to be a part of. It was a lot of sitting around. We uh, we yeah. filmed for like we filmed for like an hour when we first got there, and then me and the other zombies seriously we just sat there for like seven hours while they filmed everything else. And then they filmed us again at the very end. And I was like, bro, that's a lot. But I mean, entire time. Yes. Oh, buddy. It was crazy. It was not, it was a lot for sure. But um, yeah, Spencer's Spencer's girlfriend, Nadia, who is an angel. She's one of the best people I've met since I've moved here. Um, She got me in that. And Nadia, Nadia is the best. If you guys aren't following her, Definitely, just go to any of Einstein Kill's tagged posts. She's she's there. I'll have to go do that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. you've you you've got quite the rep- repertoire of music videos that you randomly pop in. Like you were you were a victim in Scene Queens in Pink Bubblegum. Yes, yeah, and my uh, my best friend and guitar player Nick Hudson was a victim in her new video too. Uh, Nick Nick who oh, plays yeah. guitar in Not My Weekend got killed. He yeah he gets killed in um in uh, the Boner song. Uh, <laughs> the um, uh, Pink Rover. Pink Rover. Pink Rover. Pink Rover. Cut his cut his boner. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he gets. 
our friend uh our friend stephanie our friend stephanie kills him in that and i was like oh that was so satisfying to watch gets a bag <laughs> gets a bag drawn over his head and he just gets stomped till he's dead it's awesome oh no <laughs> okay so what, well now okay so there's four of you and not my weekend two of you have been yes. in predicament now with scene queen so it's the other two stars. yes yeah, Ed and Ed and Noah still live in uh, uh, Wyoming and Denver, actually. But we'll have to get them down here so Hannah can kill them for sure. By that, it's just got to be everybody at this point. I know, I know. Maybe we could all maybe maybe we could do a super weird tour together, and she can just kill us at the end of the tour. That'd be good. That's perfect. 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 You heard it here yeah. first. If you want it, we'll start a petition to make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> We're halfway uh, there. Honestly. I'll, Honestly, we could be we could be Hannah's band. She probably still needs band members. I'll text her. I'll see if she's down. <laughs> yeah, uh, I love I love everything that she's doing. Like she's she's killing. Yeah, she is killing it right now. Absolutely. Um. um so talk to me about. I know we've we've already talked about social media and everything. And speaking of uh, Hannah, scene queen and stuff like that, because I also discovered her on TikTok. Um, mm-hmm. What do you? Being around in the different social medias and things like that, how do you feel that TikTok's playing a huge, like, playing in the music scene right now? Like, how do you feel that that's doing um, for it's just, artists? Uh, it's just the For You page uh, uh, blows people up really quickly and uh, and uh, really precisely. Uh, TikTok is too big to fail. It's like a $400 billion company or something ridiculous like that, and they started with a billion dollars. Um uh, and you know they they field tested for you know five years as musically, um, yeah, I which I don't think people talk first. about enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I mean somebody that somebody that has no followers or has never used social media before ever can can put up a video that is like their song or their art or their joke or whatever, and the algorithm is so good at putting it in front of people that will like it. And then the algorithm is also built that when those people that like it interact with it, it just keeps going up. Um, so it allows people that make good shit, um, forget, sorry, forget, make good stuff um, to get, you know, really, really huge really quickly. Um, and then and then that makes it easier to grow kind of laterally on some of the some of the more traditional platforms like YouTube, Instagram, Facebook or, you know, just your live show. Um but it's also it's also created this kind of precedent. Um, this wildlife was tweeting about this this morning. But it's created this sort of precedent where people can have like hundreds of thousands of followers and millions of streams and millions of monthly listeners on Spotify. But then only you know thirty or forty kids at their show because like all of those kids just know them from the internet and don't even think that they could play a live show. Whereas like like a Mayday Parade or like a, a, a State Champs that came up you know between like 2008 and 2015 you know kids only knew them from the show so they know that there's gonna be a show like go buy tickets because they're gonna play whereas i feel like a lot of eras and actions fans who's on the bearings tour right now like a pure noise band like i feel like a lot of those people might not know that like despite how many videos they make about it they might not know well like oh they're like a tiktok band so what are they gonna play a show like yeah they are you got to go see it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm rambling a lot, but I think about this all day, every day, and I talk to people about it all day, every day, and it's a dream come true, and I love my life. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, 
I, I agree, though, but I also agree with the fact that the way that TikTok and everything is, like, back in the MySpace day, like, when I was a band during the MySpace day, because I was a drummer in an all-girl band, and it was a lot harder for us to try and get, nice. like, the attention or the word out about our music and things that we were doing, where it's like, now on TikTok, if you, if you do it right, it's going to put you in front of people that don't necessarily care who you are or what you do, it's just putting it in front of the right people to get the likes or comments. So it loses a little. It loses its value. I feel like. Yeah, I think on I think on uh, MySpace and Facebook specifically, you kind of had to message people personally, which I think felt a, felt a little too salesman for a, a lot of like the the, the sellout culture. Yeah. Um, that is way less prevalent now, but it was a lot back then, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, neck deep's a part of me blew up because they messaged like a hundred thousand people on Facebook or a stupid number like that. And then it, that happened to be a great song. Yeah. That had to be a great song also. And then, and then it took off. So yeah, I mean, I, I, I think it was always possible, but TikTok's for you page and their code, I think really sets them apart from, uh, from, from Vine specifically. Yeah. So yeah. But it's also coming full circle. Cause when you, when you made, when you were just talking about that, it came full circle for me about how I had gotten introduced to you from your for, from the For You page originally as by yourself. Mm -hmm. And then when your band came up, I didn't know anything about your band and thought it was just like a joke. And then it like made the connection of, oh, it's not. It's the same sort of thing when it comes to that algorithm and things like that. Like, I'm not trying to offend you by any means. Like, I didn't, I don't think your band's no. a joke. But it's like the way that the algorithm put it in front of me yeah. It made it seem that way because it was just like, oh, well, you're following Patrick here. Let me show you this because he's in this video. And yeah, it just I didn't think about it that uh, way. It's it's pretty spooky. I like how that works, though. It also in a really nice way, it encourages me to keep making whatever I want, because hopefully it allows it, it leads to everything else I do as well. And then I just got to cross your fingers that you like that also. And I think that that should be true for all creators because i think first and foremost still i really think you gotta like what you're doing because you're gonna have to do so much of it if you want it to be your career yes. so don't like start making a bunch of videos that you're that you're not into even if even if you think the videos that you're not into would be helpful to you like make sure you like what you're doing because if it works you're gonna have to do it a lot you know oh yeah absolutely absolutely but it's also yeah. one of those things that if you can i feel like if you can find your niche early it makes it a little bit more worth it when it comes to your target audience. Whereas if you have, sure, I don't know, like 50,000 followers on TikTok or something, and then you decide that, oh, this is where I want to be, then you're kind of in this realm of, do they really care? Do they not care? Because then if you look at like your views and your interactions and stuff, like if you're not pumping out the same type of content, and it depends on what the algorithm picks up. Like, I posted a video of my cat on the, yeah. the Elder Emos page, and it got, like, 40,000 views on it. And it was of no relevance to yeah. anything. But then I posted, like, hey, our release date for our podcast is today. And it got, like, 100. Same tags, right. same everything. It's just... Same everything. If you don't... If you don't... If you can't hit the algorithm just right, then yeah. it can get discouraging. Yeah. At the same time. It, it, it can... And I, I, I do my best to think about it the right amount. I want to think about it enough that it helps 
but not so much that I hate myself and life. <laughs> so, well, don't uh, do that because you're doing great at life right now and TikTok. Uh, uh, so. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> but it, and correct me if That's I'm funny. wrong, because I'm sure you could you could attest to this. Um, that I feel like TikTok for artists, though, gives them a chance to be more in touch with their fans more so than like Facebook and MySpace and things used to. Um, I think if you really want to be personal with your fans, Instagram is still the best place. Like, or, or, or like a, or, or like a, or like a discord even like, like, like if you make a a community discord where you, it's easier to reach out and talk to people directly and inform them about what's going on. Um, or even like a Twitter group chat, like the, not my weekend street team exists in a Twitter group chat. And that's, that's consistent and easy to keep up with. Okay. But yeah, TikTok, TikTok moves really fast, and sometimes it moves in really big numbers. And the comments and the DM system, especially, is not as one to one as yeah. opposed to if I get an Instagram re- if I get an Instagram request, I'm probably going to see it. And also, um, and also, like if you're in a group chat with us on on Twitter or like on a Discord, and you show that you really care and you show that you're a nice person, then like it's really really easy to be in a loop of people that know what's going on with myself and my content and my band's content like as soon as as soon as we know as soon as you want to know and like even have conversations and ask us about it um and i think it's important to grow those kind of communities um and i do think it's a little harder to do that on tiktok because because tiktok is a place where i want to bring in people that don't already know about us right. as opposed to a place where I want to, where I want to foster and take care of the people that already are stoked on our stuff. You know what I mean? Yes. But I feel like, um, and just, I mean, kind of playing devil's advocate to that conversation. Like when it comes to, yeah, when it, for us, it's, we shoot our shot on TikTok and get more of a response than we do on Instagram. So like it's for us, it's that way. But then we find the people that, the people that actually enjoy and support what we do follow us on Instagram. Like it filters them to that, but shooting my shot on TikTok gets me usually the attention to then message on Instagram because I can't tell you the amount of times that we've messaged somebody on Instagram and never gotten a response from anyway. Whereas like if I shoot my shot on TikTok, it like it happens. If that makes sense. Mm. It's it's kind of like, yeah, you do. It's a, it's an interesting thing where on TikTok you you have the potential to have like a community of people behind you supporting yeah. whatever you want to make happen happen. Another right? prime example. That's yeah. how that's how we got in contact with you. First of all, I was too afraid to message uh, you myself, and then Batty was like, <laughs> "Oh, well, I just commented on not my weekend's TikTok, and he said to message." So yeah, like that's that. Yeah, how I we said. Got I said. Yeah, no, that's true. I mean, that works out. I. Yeah, and I think I said to DM me on Instagram. Look, I mean, I read all my comments and I try, I try, I try and read all my comments and DMs no matter what. Um, so hopefully, I would have seen you. But y- you're right. Either way, is is a great place. And in a comments, yeah, it's situational. And in a comment section, you have the potential to get like a bunch of people liking your comment, and I'm way more likely to see those. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're you also yeah. have a lot more of a following and are much bigger than we are. So, well, I don't, I mean, let me, I still, let me build your ego here for a minute. Okay. Stop trying to tell me I'm wrong. Okay. (laughs) Well, let me add to it. But it's like, 
you've got much more of a following and things when it comes to that. So if I had have just randomly messaged you on Instagram and been like, hey, granted, yeah, you might have seen it because you actively check it. But if you were one of these ones that had like a whole bunch of people, you probably would never have seen it until we shot our shot on TikTok. And hopefully it pops up in your notification and it's like, hey, yeah, message me on Instagram, which is kind of how this one happened, because then you're expecting me to message you at that point. That's true. That's true. That's, so it's, and that's, it's all a game at the end of the day because I didn't have the balls to message you in the first place. And Batty was like, oh, I just did it for <laughs> you. And here we are. That's the, and that's very, very sweet of you to say. I, uh, that's very sweet of you to say. Uh, I believe, I believe you are right. Absolutely. <laughs> I made him flustered. That's what I did. That's what you, yeah, you did. You, you did make me <laughs> flustered. I still have, I want to, I want to stress that regardless of how many followers anyone has i post all the time and probably like 90 percent of them flop you know oh i'm just i'm still i'm still i'm still digging for gold regardless of how many followers i have and i think i'm always going to feel that way and I, i would hope that anyone listening who who has more or less followers or whatever like feels that way now and finds some sort of content in probably always feeling that way and I, I like it but i don't think i don't think it'll ever go away even if i was nominated for an oscar or whatever <laughs> yeah but that's it's that's a good way to be so the one thing that because we talked about this with new haven because i'm super big fans of new haven and i freaked nice. out when that was happening and like he said at the end of the day we're just people we're all just people and just having having a conversation yeah. like autumn's freaking out about arrows in action they're just people. Yeah, they're people. goobers. They're, they're, they're just people. <laughs> um, the home people. team. We're going to hang out with the home team next week. I'm panicking because oh, I'm super big one. fans of them. But at the end of the day, they're just people. Dan, Dan from the home team is amazing. And please tell them all I said hi. They're the best. Oh, I absolutely will. I am yeah. super excited to have them on the show. And then we have Arrows coming in two yeah. weeks. Though I actually... <laughs> Fun fact, I have an arrows tattoo with oh, wow. Vic, in Vic's handwriting. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So I remember seeing that's, that for the first time. I'm that's, not that's very cool. Vic I'm not I'm not a psychotic fan or anything like that. Sure. The song when it no, came out me. the song when it came out <laughs> just afraid me, of them. <laughs> hit me at a really, really low point in my life and I almost didn't make it to C twenty twenty two. So it was memorable for me. Oh. Um but yeah, so like I've been friends with I've been friends with Arrows since I was like, hey, I have Vic's handwriting on my arm, so if Vic leaves, it's gonna be really awkward at this point. I'm sure I'm sure that is very meaningful to Vic. That that makes me happy. Oh yeah. Um, what did uh, what what's the which song? Uh, uncomfortably numb. Ah, I like I like this time. I like them all, but I like this I time mean, a lot. I, I do too, but my favorite is definitely Crimson. Maybe this time. And they hate it. Was the they don't like playing that song anymore. Yeah, I was gonna say they're they're not playing that song, are they? No. I don't think so. No. Uh, the gray. That... I love the gray. <laughs> yeah, and all the ways I could die. That's another one. It's just so all the ways I, all the ways I could die is sick. They're still they're still playing that. I am waiting for them to yeah. release their new one though, because I subconsciously will see uh, that one too. I commented that they should play it on their last show on the seventh. Because you'll the be I'm there, be and you need <laughs> to approach them. And say hi, I'm Autumn, <laughs> because they identify you in everything else 
on social media. Scary. Oh, either way. Um, um. But, yeah, like, we, we have a bunch of people that are coming on the show that we panic about. And then when you were like, yeah, let's do it, I was like, oh, fuck. Okay. All right. He said yes. <laughs> so we're going to do that. <laughs> no, it's great. It's amazing. It's amazing. I don't, but again, I don't think anybody that we have on this on this podcast understands how much I panic before, because I don't I don't expect anybody to come on the show. I, like I and it's it's been I crazy he, I, how I humble. He, it's amazing. It's been great how humble everybody is and how nice everybody mm-hmm. is. Like nobody comes on here and they're like, "You're suck. I'm leaving." And it's only been fifteen minutes. I'm like, well, they're not going to tell me it sucks until probably. No, afterwards. everybody. <laughs> everybody, everybody understands anxiety and and nerves especially all these loser band dudes like they know it better than anybody else <laughs> they <laughs> you calling yourself you know what up, I mean? calling you yourself are... a loser <laughs> oh yeah 100% dude we volunteer to play in scene pop punk bands dude it's the <laughs> wackest thing and it's amazing i love it he's like i signed up for this this was in the contract when i decided to do this yeah Bro, yes, thank you. That's what I'm saying. Yes. <laughs> oh my That's god. That's so funny. That is funny. Uh, well, Patrick, we have reached up to the hour mark as far as the podcast interview and everything is concerned. Um, I'm sure we could probably sit here and talk for more hours and debate about certain things in life or music, social media, anything else. Uh, so I would love to have sure. you on the show again whenever you get some free time because you are a little busy bee and you're a little bit of everywhere. Uh, but thank you for coming on the show. Oh, thank you. No, thank you so much for having me. Honestly, I would love to be on again. I don't think we'll ever top the sandwich bit, but let me know. We'll keep, we'll keep trying. <laughs> we will. Okay. So that'll be our goal for next time is to top the sandwich bit, which yeah. means I'm going to have to like really, yes. really do some digging and find some better questions. Cause I've like, I pulled all of the tricks out of my sleeve for this one. Um, but thank you again. We really appreciate it. Um, ladies and gentlemen, please, if you do not already, please go find Not My Weekend on all social media platforms, on Spotify and everywhere else. Please go listen to him and please follow Patrick as well to see all the incredible things that he is doing. Um, you can find him on TikTok. You can find him on Instagram, a little bit of everywhere. If you go and check him out personally or you go and check out the band, please make sure to let them know that the Elder Emo Hour sent you. Patrick, again, we appreciate you. Thank you for coming on. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, this was Patrick Gilchrist.